0: to heart in art the podcast that connects people through creativity i'm your host danny vanderbrook a uk-based fiction writer and freelance journalist i'm excited to be here and share the many enthusiastic voices of the international arts scene each week we deal with a philosophical question related to the arts and explore the thoughts of our guests in relation to their own craft in our july 2020 episode i speak with uk-based photographer adam lang of langshot photography We'll be considering whether photographers see the world a little differently from others. I'm joined today by Adam Lang of Langshot Photography. His work focuses upon urban landscapes and architecture in European cities such as Newcastle, Edinburgh and Prague. He's also recently expanded into portraiture. Nice to have you on the show, Adam.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, I've been looking at your photos online for quite a while and really looking forward to trying to get you on the show. So I appreciate you
1: coming. I appreciate it.
0: Tell us a little bit about when you started taking photos.
1: Um, I suppose I always took photos like everybody else does, generally just snapshots on um, on a phone or maybe a little compact camera. But I would say I really started in November 2015, so almost five years ago now. Yeah. I bought myself a little camera to take away to Prague with me. I kept coming back with lots of bad pictures of Prague. So I <laughs> bought myself a decent camera, didn't know how to use it, and then came back from Prague with a lot of high-resolution bad pictures. About six months later, so this would take me to about November 2015, um, I started experimenting a little bit more. I would say the, the first thing that clicked was taking a slow exposure. I basically bounced my camera on a bench took a picture of some traffic going past next to a petrol station. Okay. And I, I thought, wow, this is you know, so high quality. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, I, um, I used to take the camera to my work every day. I'd walk over the bridges from Gateshead to Newcastle. And, yeah, I was shook by them. Pretty much every, every spare moment was spent around the quayside or Newcastle with a tripod, taking pictures at night at sunrise and sunset. Yeah, so that was really the, the start of it.
0: I mean, Prague's such a beautiful city, you can't fail to be inspired by it, can you really? But,
1: um... No, that's it. i always <clears throat> remember the first time I um, I walked up to the castle, and walked through some arches, the yeah. cathedral and uh, my, my jaw just dropped.
0: Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It just occurred to me, like, if I had to say, oh, well, this is Adam's style, I'd probably call it urban gothic. Do you have, like, a, a way of how you would summarise your style, or...?
1: Not really. Um, the gothic element of it yeah. does run through it, I would say. I'm always looking for something a little bit moody, uh, a little bit dark, which fits the bill.
0: Yeah, I was thinking of like the photo you took of Highbridge Street. And, you know, I love that photo. It almost looks like something straight out of Harry Potter, like Diagon Alley.
1: Yeah. Whenever I post that photo, oh, somebody's got to say that, normally within minutes. Yeah. <laughs> that was actually one of the um was probably the first photograph that went a little bit viral uh, oh, wow. I, I started a i started a facebook page um, yeah. in april 2016.
0: okay
1: um, i thought people must be getting sick of me just posting photographs all the time on my personal page so i'm going start a photography page then maybe six months after that i put the high bridge shot on there and I was a little bit apprehensive about posting initially because it it's quite sort of all that process now. Right. I thought, yeah, I'm going to get flack for this, but um, I did it anyway, and it got to me at like 125,000 views over the, you know, that night, and then the, yeah, the pages started growing. Yeah, it's quite a quite a big deal for me, that one.
0: Yeah, I think, you know, it seems to be a, a lot of people stylize their own photos, don't they? Mm-hmm. Only yesterday, you know, I was looking at someone who was trying out Face App or something. But, so it's, I don't know, it seems to be more acceptable now to filter photos and stylize them.
1: Yeah, I, I think um, everybody's going to do that now. You'll still get some purists out there who um, think it's wrong to do it, but
0: the yeah. their camera's
1: processing their photo for them, it's not them
0: oh, yeah, that's... It's deciding
1: how the photo's going to end up.
0: Also, you know, when I look at um, your photo, Rain on Grey Street, that's, that's really stylised. What, what technique is that?
1: Well, a big part of it's going to be shooting in the rain. It was
0: yeah.
1: It was a ridiculous night. It was probably uh, some of the worst rain I've ever seen. I shouldn't really have had my camera out, but that gives it a look to start with. Yeah. I then used um, HDR on it and so high dynamic range. Okay. That'll sort of bring out all of the details and the shadows and the highlights. Then, yes, yeah, split toning. You know, there's like sort of two dominant dominant colors in it. Okay, yeah. I use that in uh, quite a lot of my work. Um, and then, yeah, just various filters in a program called Google Nick.
0: Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask, whether the majority of the processing takes place on the camera itself or on software afterwards.
1: I always process on the computer. Sometimes a tablet if I'm on the go, but um, no, a computer works for me. Okay. Pretty much everyone now is going to process, um, you know, on a, on a PC or a tablet, kind of uh, what gives them their own style, really. Yeah. If you put a bunch of photographers in front of something, they're near enough all going to take the same picture. That's how they edit it that's um, going to make some shine and some not.
0: That's interesting. Yeah. I never really thought about it that way. You know, also your use of light in, you know, I was looking a bit earlier at a um, businessman. And then also that yeah. puddle with that incredible symmetry. My dad is an amateur photographer. Mm-hmm. Have you got any tips to, for, for the amateur about using light?
1: Just constantly look for it, I think. Yeah. Don't just look at a scene. I, I, I'm always looking for the sort of shadows and reflections.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: I mean, I've got two shots that i sent over you. One of the guy on a bike in Amsterdam and oh, yeah. one in Newcastle. Mm. You know, the, the one in Newcastle, I'd taken that on my mobile. It was just the mobile right down onto a pavement stone. <laughs> and that's, that's the kind of reflection it gave off. It was a, quite a sunny day. Yeah. Um, there'd been some heavy afternoon rain. Mm-hmm. And then that's what you end up with. But um, I think generally people would just look at the scene rather than what's going on in the pavement. Yeah. Um,
0: it's like that low angle shot is one that we don't really... Yeah, it's not not a perspective that... That we encounter that often
1: yeah it's um it's happening a lot more often now on um, on instagram there'll, there'll be accounts dedicated to just puddles <laughs> but but yeah i think if you go back to 10 years ago there wasn't that much of it yeah so, yeah it's a real a real thing now
0: it's interesting i wonder why certain techniques or perspectives become fashionable
1: oh it's, it's just instagram it seems to drive what's going on in photography now um something will do well on Instagram, then everybody else is copying it.
0: Right, um, yeah.
1: Don't replicate the success.
0: I guess it's kind of quite a brilliant platform for photographers, isn't it, Instagram? Because it's highly popular with a big range of audience, especially young people.
1: Um, yeah, it's fantastic. It's basically a picture you see every single time, isn't it? I mean, yeah, there's words to go with it, but um, very visual. Yeah, um, definitely And the, the amount of people you can reach is, is just amazing it, it sort of blows my mind if I'd, um, if I'd started doing photography, say, 20 years ago Yeah Taking the shots i there, taken. again I'd, I'd have to take them to a the local camera club for, like, maybe 20, 30 people to see them Yeah, yeah I could show my family and friends But doing it this way, you can <laughs> show them a couple of hundred thousand people
0: Exactly, you wake up one morning and uh, over a 100,000 people have been sharing your photo <laughs>
1: Yeah, I hate going through the notifications.
0: <laughs> Are you, do you? Would you say you're always on the lookout for a good shot then, whether you've got your camera with you or not? Or do you just kind of, is that a way of looking at the world you kind of put on and put off?
1: depending. On no, you. not at all. I, I pretty much never turn off. Um, <laughs> if I've been really deprived of sleep, then... I'm not really looking for a shot that much I'm just trying not to walk out in front of the traffic, that sort of thing. <laughs> but um, no, whether I've got a camera or not, I'm generally looking for something and seeing something.
0: Yeah, that's interesting because, you know, I was thinking as a writer, you know, when I'm walking out in the street, I like listen to people's conversations. and yeah. watch people. It's quite creepy, really, um, <laughs> <laughs> because I'm trying to think about character construction and dialogue and things like that. Uh-huh. Um, so I was wondering if it is similar with photographers
1: Very much so I'm sure my girlfriend and friends worry about me Um, I'll just stop on the streets and sort of stare at a shadow on a wall Or maybe you're a reflection in a window or a pint glass or something And uh, just seem a little mesmerised Yeah Um, Yeah, it could be worrying to the um, the onlooker
0: Could see how that would be the case actually.
1: No, I never switch off
0: uh, no, I think no it's it's a nicer way of looking at the world, I think I, I don't know what, about photographers, but I feel like the world's very fast. Um, we don't often take time to stop and look at things. Maybe that's been you know something we've done more while we've been under lockdown, but I feel like photographers are the people who do that for us today.
1: Yeah, I think uh, I think you're right. There's, there's been numerous times people have sort of said. Where's that? At? I recognise that. And it'll be a street that have walked down a million times, wow. but they've just never seen it in that light or from that, that angle or thought about it in that way. So yeah, I guess we are doing it for people.
0: Yeah. Where can we find your work then? Or, you know, where can we buy your work?
1: You can buy it on my website, which is www.langshotphotography.com. Okay. And you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. Just search for Langshot Photography. And if you want to see my portraiture, Langshot portraits, L-A-N-G.
0: Okay. I will share those details on the Heart in Art Facebook page as well with the links. Thank you. Yeah, no worries at all. So what's next for you then with your photography?
1: I'm doing my first portrait shoot later on today. I haven't shot any portraits since, since December. It was the model I worked with late last year. It was really fun. So, um, yeah, I fancy doing some portraits again. I asked her, she'd be up for shooting, and, yeah, she's looking to get back into it as well. So, got that later on today. But the rest of the week off as well, I'd, um, I'd quite like to go and hit the K-side, the sunrise maybe. But, yeah, I've got a few things going on this week, so we'll see if that happens.
0: Yeah, that's it. I guess you can get some nice kind of uh, still scenes with less people on now as well. So Yeah,
1: <laughs> although the, the city's waking up again now.
0: Oh, yeah, it like, doesn't take long. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I did get a few interesting shots at the start of lockdown
0: oh yeah um,
1: I'm a key worker so I was having to travel through the city every day right Okay. Um, and I, there was a shot I took I think it was an, on a Thursday at 20 to 5 just looking down Grey Street and then looking up at the monument everything was boarded up nobody was there Wow. very very strange
0: yeah that's it how often would you you'd have to get up like at some strange hour to be able to
1: achieve that <laughs> Uh, even then even then it's um it's difficult yeah i've I've never seen it so empty but yeah it's um it's starting to wake up again now so i don't know if we're going to see those scenes again
0: (laughs) well at least you managed to capture them
1: (laughs) yeah indeed
0: great so thank you so much for coming on and sharing your work with us and thanks
1: very much yeah you're very welcome thanks for having me
0: no worries Bye. Bye. bye